Let's be serious. This is a real. This is excuse me. Okay, shut up. I buy my own things. I pay my own bills. These diamond rings, my automobiles, everything I got, I bought it. Boys can't buy my love, buy my love, yeah. I do what I want. Yes. Say what you say. I work real hard every day. I'm a motherfucking woman, baby. Alright. Hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> This is Faith and this is Anna and you're listening to Let's Just Go For One. Thanks so much, guys. We're on episode three, season two, episode three. It's technically episode um, like oh, 20. 20. Because you restarted yeah. when yes. you did that. Yeah. So we're technically episode 20. Thank you guys so much for all the feedback. You guys are loving our new sound equipment. Yes. My one girlfriend's like, oh my God, I listened to your season two. And then I tried listening to one episode from season one and I, I like couldn't go back. I yeah. was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, you guys were hella bad in season one with your sound oh. equipment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I but mean, we fair. get it. We get fair. it. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Black Friday, everybody. Oh my God. Yes. By the time this releases, it'll be um, Black Friday. So we're doing this. It's before Thanksgiving. Yes, this I'm, is our Thanksgiving episode. Yes, our thankful, which, grateful episode. We took a little, um, we took a little, a little mashup of everything we're grateful for. Yes, and we also want to really quick again thank our sponsors from last week because it is Black Friday. So we hope you guys are heading over to Blush Buffalo and Buffalo Made and also Tea Boutique and catching all their sales. And don't forget with Blush Buffalo and Buffalo Made, just mention the code. Go for one to receive, um, I believe, 20% off at Blush and 15% off at Buffalo Made. Yes. Awesome. And speaking of our Black Friday episode, everybody loved it. Emily was like a little baby angel. Oh, she um, really was. I, ugh, she was so good. So listen, we're going to transfer right into Wait What? Do we, do we have a walk of shame? Oh, oh my God. I don't think we do. Well, mountain time. <laughs> that was a... That was a yeah, that was, it was okay. hard. It yeah. was hard. That was okay. a hard. That was it's hard okay. math. Hard yeah. math. <laughs> so let me tell you that based on our episode last week, so I had bought a bunch of stuff from Old Navy, and then now they're already starting their sales this week. So I look online and like, okay, well, sadly, I bought a lot of pajama pants for me and my kids. <laughs> like, this is where this is going. And they were all five dollars the other day. So I'm like. I just, it's within the two week window that Emily oh, yeah. talked about. So I called, well, I chatted with Old Navy online <laughs> because who wants to talk to a person? And <laughs> I got $44 back. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, this is amazing because they were less than half of what I paid. And I seriously bought like six pairs of pajama oh. pants. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, how many pajama pants I got, did you buy to get $44? I got big <laughs> plans this winter, guys. <laughs> big plans. That well, that's really lot of pajama pants. Yes. I feel like we have to thank Emily for that. Yes. Thank you, Emily. I appreciated <laughs> that. Um, so I have a few wait what's. So you go next. I don't have like a ton of wait what's. What? But 
No, I have like really good, I have good content for our episode. Oh, okay. So all my weight what's kind of tie into, because we were talking about doing this episode, we want to do talking about like being grateful and being Mm -hmm. thankful. Mm -hmm. And so all my weight what's occurred and then it kind of then gave us direction for where we wanted to take this podcast. Yeah. So my weight what's are going to be kind of throughout the podcast. Oh, okay. Except for one, because I went and saw Stassi Schroeder. Oh my God, yeah. In Toronto. Any Vanderpump Rules fans out there. Oh my god. Um who is a Vanderpump Rules fan? She's like live Barbie. <gasps> she's amazing. Her legs are so skinny. I stared at them the whole <laughs> that's time. The take away from I, it. That's the takeaway. Her legs are so skinny. Um if you guys don't listen to her podcast, her podcast is straight up with Saucy and it's really enjoyable. It's very similar. Um and honestly this is gonna sound weird but it was pleasantly um what I expected. It wasn't it was like it really sounded like you were just watching her do a podcast and from oh, someone who does a podcast right i can appreciate the authenticity in it um so it was exactly what i expected and it was really cool that it was exactly what i expected and she's just as cool in person which i also appreciated because i feel like so many times you get an opportunity to meet someone that inspires you mm-hmm. and you're so let down because they're like fake or they're bougie or right. she's like the real deal that's amazing so she's really cool Aww. she's super skinny and amazing um, yeah. And she was like the, one of the people who inspired us to do this. So that's amazing. Snaps for Stassi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we back to snap? We're back to snap. I didn't even download the applause thing. We're totally going to do that. Yeah, we're done. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, not, we're never done with that. What's your weight? What? Um, okay. So I had a Friendsgiving this week. So my friend, um, uh, I won't use names. So <laughs> my friend had Thanksgiving. We have it every year. So we celebrate another friend's birthday during Friendsgiving because his birthday is right around the same time. So I was like, I'll bring a dessert. And you know what? I'll just bring the cake for the guy. And we're like, <laughs> great. This is going to be great. So Wegmans has these cookie cakes, right? Like right in the um, like refrigerated section of bakery. And they have like um, different sizes. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get that. And then we'll call it a day. Like I'll get some bill stuff put on it and then it'll be fun. I'll get his name put on it and stuff. So I, on Saturday when we were having it, I had like back-to-back hockey tournaments for the boys. So I had like five seconds to go into Wegmans to get a cake. So I'm like, let me call ahead and order this cake. Okay. Oh God. So wait for it. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I call and I'm getting ready for hockey as I'm talking to Wegmans on speakerphone and I'm talking to the catering manager and I'm like, Hey, I just want a cookie cake. Like one of the ones you have in the display, but like the bigger ones in the display. And can you write happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and like throw like a bills thing on there. And she's like, sure. Let me just call bakery and make sure we can accommodate. And I'm like, they're literally in the display, but okay. Like, <laughs> go ahead, lady. So she, <laughs> I'm on hold for a while. So she comes back and she's like, okay, so they can definitely accommodate that. But uh, what time you want to pick it up? I'm like, let's just say four. So she's like, okay, no problem. We'll have it ready for you in catering. I'm like, great, thanks. So fast forward several hours and I go into Wegmans and I have Jude with me, my younger son. So we walk into Wegmans. I have the, one of the little Sorry. Yeah. I have one of the little carts. I got real excited. (laughs) You're getting real excited. Your pajama pants are, are they? they, uh, (laughs) $5 pajama pants. Thank you. 
So I get the little cart. So we have like a few things to pick up. So then we go to catering. I'm like, hi, can I get, um, I had a cookie cake ordered under Anna and she's like, okay. And I'm kind of looking on the shelf. I'm like, oh, is it still in bakery? Like it's not on the shelf. Girlfriend pulls out this box from the shelf that was literally about three feet long. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I start laughing because she put like, it was like never ending. It was literally like, I'm not kidding you guys. It was the side, the width of this table. Okay. Oh my gosh. It was <laughs> enormous. <laughs> So I start like my knee jerk reaction. I just start laughing, oh like hysterically, kind of manically. How many people lie. were there? Yeah. Well, or how many people are at this Friendsgiving? I mean, maybe like twenty. Oh well, that I feel like. Uh, no, no. <laughs> this was obscene. This was obscene. So I look and I just start cracking up. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. So we put it like on top of the little cart because it's not gonna fit in it. Oh my god, you and, still bought it. Uh, what am I going to do? They had personalized it already. I had ordered it. They were probably she, like, this is one lucky eight-year-old. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, or 39-year-old. So, so she's like, was this not the size you were expecting? I go, no, but it's fine. It's fine. So I put the cake down, and Jude goes, what the heck, Ma? My cake didn't look like this. I'm like, yeah, I'd be pissed too, kid. Because seriously, oh. it was hilarious so i even like walk bringing it into the house oh my god i was like i had to, nobody saw me coming so Were i had you to, like, pivoting like oh, the friend's i couch? was totally pivoting this thing it was huge <laughs> there was nowhere to put it i had to put it on her ottoman oh my god it was great that is yeah. great uh i have one more wait what two face oh okay i'm and here for it i've been waiting for this all week. Oh boy. Let me tell you. Okay. So I went to go see my chiropractor, Faith. Oh God. And I said, Hey, I've got a question. Um, have you heard of those neck hammocks? <laughs> and mm. he, you're gonna try it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm looking Dis at our guests. Discla I'm not just disclaimer at if anyone hasn't heard previous episodes, Anna has a neck hammock. Yes. Which I told her she should write on her dating profile yeah. because that's the first way into a man's heart right there. Yeah. It's short. Because well, what do you have? Cervical spine issues. Issues. <laughs> cervical. Mm. Anyway. Yummy. So he's like, is that like a, a cranial cradle? I go, ooh, I like that better, <laughs> right? That sounds way better. I said, yeah. So I explained it to him. He's like, oh, 100%. I fully support that. So thank you. Doctor recommended neck hammock. Yeah. Okay. Well, dating not recommended neck hammock. You know what? I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> Someone's going to walk in and think it's like a sex toy. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially if they heard episode two. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, that's her ride-on toy she was talking about. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I actually asked to borrow your neck hammock, so I can't really say too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, remember that? You remember when that happened? Whatever. So we are really excited about our guest today, guys. We are. So she is actually coming to us, no exaggeration, and I exaggerate, but this is no exaggeration, <laughs> directly from the AMA stage because she just danced with Selena Gomez yes. on Sunday night. I have so many questions about the AMAs. Oh, we're actually going to probably dive into a little bit of pop culture too. 1,000 Because we have someone who is here who's unbelievable. We have Little Miss Alex and Magna. Yay! Yay! 
and a little background. So Alex has been a family friend of mine for a long time now. Um, she was our babysitter. She started as our babysitter. And I remember when she was 16 and she would come to our house and babysit and she's like, I'm saving all my money because I'm going to go to LA and dance someday. I'm like, girl, you go. So really you gave her her first start. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> I may have given her some startup money. Right. <laughs> that girl knew she was going to be a dancer from the time she was 13, maybe younger. <laughs> So now she's been living in Los Angeles and she's been working as a professional dancer for four years. Um, she's been on like every time I turn on my TV, she's on. And I'm not even joking. If you follow me on Instagram, you know this. I yes. constantly post about her. Yes, she's on commercials. She's on award shows. She's on the MTV VMAs, American Music Awards. She also was in the European Music Awards. Oh, I am on board with that. Um, And she most recently, like we said, she just worked with Selena Gomez. She's on tour with Tyga and she danced with Jason Derulo and Justin Bieber. She started right here in Hamburg, New York at Future Dance Studios with Gino and Denise. Um, And yay, Alex, we're so happy to have you yay. here. Yay, I'm so happy to be here with Let's Just Go For One. Wow, you're so sweet. <laughs> you're so sweet. Alex has been wanting to be on our podcast for a while now. I'm a huge fan, day one listener. Ah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Oh my God. Wait, so first, before we get into this episode, I have yeah. to know I need some backstage scoop. 1000%. Wait, is this where Justin Timberlake was drunk and held someone's hand? Did oh he my try God. to hold your hand? Oh. <laughs> Did he touch your leg? Because it's okay. No. So, as dancers, we're totally kept away from the celebrity scene. We're literally in this big igloo-looking tent oh. on top of the Microsoft Theater parking garage. Oh, super glamorous. <laughs> it's wow. not as glamorous. High I mean, class. <laughs> there is an open bar. Oh. So that's so. amazing. <laughs> but no, we're kept far from the celebs. And yeah. So we, you couldn't even watch the show? We have um, TVs backstage. But like, you can't even be in the audience? No, we can't. Did you see Lizzo? I did see Lizzo. Her, oh. her trailer was right by our holding rooms. Yeah. Did you see her tiny purse? Because I did see her tiny purse. That, it was epic. That thing was amazing. She's epic. We saw her wardrobe changes. She was walking back. She killed it. Um, did you guys see post the video of Post Malone fucking rocking out to yes, Shania, Twain. Shania Twain? That was the funniest oh. thing. He was living his life. I, I'm a huge... Post Malone Stan. I stan Posty. Posty. I don't even know what that means. Stan? Stan means it's yeah. like super fan. Oh, I had no idea. As a disclaimer, I personally love Alex because she teaches me all the cool words. Oh my, you're like a, you are a walking no, urban No, I'm actually not joking. Oh I'll, I'll do something and Alex will send me something. She's like, hey, what's something you said to me? I'll actually tell you a funny story. She's like, go off. And I'm like, and I'm like, cool. On who? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, that's like, it means like you're, you're like on fire. You're killing it. Yeah. You're killing it. So then I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Killing it. I'm going to go so, off. So I go on Spotify and I create a playlist. And of course it's all like Missy Elliott. It's all like every <laughs> hip hop artist from the nineties. And then I labeled it. And then, and then Alex's sister, Emily was home. I go, Emily, look, look at my new playlist. You'll be so proud. And she goes, this playlist is called get off. <laughs> She's like, it's no. go off. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, this just sounds like music you get off to. I was like, oh my gosh, my kids are on my Spotify. Yeah. So yeah, Alex attempts to teach me to be cool. 
it's not working. Um, can I follow that playlist? Yeah. Just uh, you can. Okay, great. it's a lot of Fergie. Great. All right. Took a weird turn, but I'm open to stuff, so it's fine. <laughs> so, Al, obviously, being a dancer in LA, I can't even imagine. We want to talk to you a little bit about your journey because one of the things we really want to talk about in this episode mm -hmm. is like the hustle. Yes. Like everyone has it, and we're coming off of Thanksgiving, going into Christmas. And we want to talk about like, we're, I think all three of us in this room, we're very like lucky and blessed women, and we all have such deep gratefulness. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to talk about our stories and where we can came from too. Yeah, I totally agree. I think this time of the year is such a good time to just like reflect. And uh, yeah, like I feel like since I moved to L like Los Angeles four years ago, it hasn't been like the most glamorous type of career path, but it's the most rewarding career path. So when I first moved, it was like, I was super lucky because I had signed with my agency prior to moving. I did my first job um, as a working dancer in New York City with Demi Lovato. So that was like super cool. And I, I had signed. Her. Yeah. She's everything. She's the shit. Yeah. She's such a badass. And <sighs> I'm grateful to have worked for her. And it was her first job. Yeah. I mean, first job. Going right into it. Yeah. <laughs> so I signed with my agency in New York City. And then a year later, I was in college for two years. And then a year later from doing that, um, job I moved to Los Angeles at 19 and it, luckily for me I went to an audition one day for an award show and I booked it and uh, that was a week after living there so kind of held me over to the next job then the next job was like a commercial and held me over to the next job and then I was so grateful to have been chosen to assist a choreographer by the name of Marcia Lane and she held me over till forever. I still work for her. And uh, I assisted her on conventions and with choreography. And until I was able to hold myself on my own as a professional dancer, not just an, as an assistant, I was able to uh, really provide for myself. And mm -hmm. that's kind of hard to do when you first get out there. A lot of people have to work as waitresses or sales associates and right. stores and malls. And, uh, you know, it's not as easy and as cool as like, the Instagram post looks. You know? Oh, yeah. We we thrive to get that photo for Instagram, but the, the photo for Instagram isn't necessarily paying our rent. It's not paying our car. It's not paying mm -hmm. our insurance. So you have to have those jobs that really back up that money structure. And I'm going to ask you this because I already know the answer to this, but I think it's really important. Something that I really love about Alex, <clears throat> how you book those jobs, it you didn't just book that not only because you're talented, right? There's plenty of dancers in LA that are talented. Something that I really love about Alex, I think is really important that I thought was really unique for someone that was your age being out there was like your business sense and your sense of knowing what to do. Like, what do you think it was about your behaviors, um, your both your behaviors, your business outlook and your professionalism that got you job after job after job? Because you and I had many conversations about girls who were your age who moved out to LA with a diamond dream and you'd be in auditions with them and they book some jobs and they wouldn't get booked for the next like what do you think it was because I know this answer and I think it's something really applauding yeah so basically I feel like it's knowing what the client wants because at the end of the day you can love what you do but it's a business and you're trying to make money so knowing what the client wants um being able to take no as an answer because 
not a lot of people can take no, but in this industry, the entertainment industry, not everybody's going to love you. Once you accept that, you're going to be so much more successful. So I feel like once I understood that no is a common answer, I could appreciate my yeses so much more. And then I think another thing is, is that there's always another job. It's always my agents always say to me when I don't book something, they're like on to the next one because there's always right. going to be something else. Yeah. Everybody is wanting something and you just not, might not be right for the job. I've literally heard stories where like you look like the uh, casting director's sister-in-law and he might not like his sister-in-law. And guess what? Yeah. SOL. Like, yeah you look like her and they don't want to book you because they don't want to look at the sister-in-law every day at work. Right. And I I feel like when you are like, when you're rejected like that, not in, I don't even want to use the word rejected, but when they just decide, no, like when you get that, no, it's really about having the mindset of, okay, then that wasn't meant for me. For sure. So move on to the next one that was meant for me. Yes. And I think it takes time to know like what's for you. And that's been such, that's been. Uh, a- in general, yeah, in I mean, life. There, there's a reason I wanted Alex on this. And even though I know we're all obviously not Nelly dancing, a girl can I dream. Mean, I, a gr- I mean, I I could have. <laughs> I could have. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I think so much of what she has to say is so relatable. I mean, her and I are. Not that many years apart, but we're years apart. Wait, how old are you? Oh, yeah. I'm 24. Oh, my class God. Class of 2013, Hamburg High School. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> I, w- I already had two kids by then. I know. It's oh it's God. it's oh. gross. We're yeah, not talking don't, about no, it. No, don't, don't, don't react like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't react like that. But, you know. <laughs> but I think something, a reason why Alex and I have stayed so close over the years is so much of what she says, mm-hmm. even though I'm clearly not 23 and 24. 20, 24. Yeah, sorry. I, 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 yeah. 24 and living in LA and a dancer. There's so much about what she says that is so important that I use in my life and vice versa. I feel like a lot of the same guidelines she follows right. are ones that I feel like I have to follow every day, too. Well, and you're, I mean, you're clearly an old soul because. Yes, I definitely feel like yeah. an old soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So can you talk about, cause I think what is interesting too, when you talk about like Instagram and like, yeah. you know, the influencers on Instagram sure. and all of that shit. So a lot, a big part of your job is image. It is. And uh, you know, I hate to have like this outside pressure, but at the end of the day, like I work in an entertainment industry right. where what you look like is your business. Yeah. You are your business. It doesn't matter what's in your brain. If you don't um, showcase physically what you are, then you're never going to be able to get that first step in the door to showcase that, you know, internal you. That has to be incredibly hard. It is. It. I mean, I definitely, luckily I'm able, I kind of worked out the kinks. I know what to do and how to act in front of directors, producers, choreographers, and I'm able to get in the door to showcase like my talent. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, a lot of people like, I have a lot of friends in the industry who might not necessarily know how to showcase themselves in the best way. And image is everything with what we do as, Mm -hmm. you know, professional dancers. So like, to get in the door is the first step, but then to really showcase yourself, that's the second step. And you have to not just showcase your talent, but like your work ethic. You have to showcase that you're going to show up and show out every single time. And that's something you have to like hold yourself to 
every time you walk in a job because you might have the artist come in and be like, I hate everything that you you guys just did and you worked on for two weeks. I've had that happen to me, I mean, countless times. And you have to go back to the drawing board, relearn a whole new song to the exact same song. And Mm -hmm. it's just almost irritating, but you have to kind of bring yourself down and be like, you know what? I love this. This is my job. This is my passion. I do this for a reason. And I feel like once you're able to like connect at that level, then you're able to like really be proficient in your job. And I mean, honestly, like it sounds like you work your ass off, like physically, yeah, physically, literally work your ass off. Honestly, I've been, I haven't had a week off in probably like five months since, not October, since August. Almost July, yeah. So how often are you, like, how often are you dancing? Like, what does, what does, like, a typical day look like for you? A typical day, if I'm working, I probably wake up at 7. I like to get up early so I can do my hair and makeup because you, if you're, especially if you're working for a male artist, you got to come in looking good. On top of that, I already like to, like, do my hair, lay my edges, make sure... You know, my eyebrows look good. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure my outfit has, is on point. That sounds a little exhausting. I'm not gonna it, it, it is. It yeah. is. That's where most of my money goes. <laughs> At what point do you use your neck hammock? <laughs> I just recently learned about a neck hammock. I cannot lie. I'm about to change your life. <laughs> you are. Because the way I thrash my head, I probably need a neck hammock. Oh, my God. You totally need one. <laughs> I do. Amazon? Uh, yeah. Okay. You can try it out after we're done. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Perfect. You got it. <laughs> yes. So basically I'll wake up, hair, makeup, get my outfit together, have a tea. I like to like, let myself like have a morning because I try to think of myself, like if I were to be working in a corporate world, like what would I do? I wouldn't just wake up and go to rehearsal. I would right. wake up. Some people do exercising, you know, before you go mm-hmm. to work, you go to work. And mm-hmm. I would just want to like have a normal morning. I like to have that morning because it makes me feel centered. I go to rehearsal, work, you get eight hours of dancing plus wow. an hour lunch, then come home. And sometimes it's over eight hours and you're kind of just stuck with it. Luckily, we get overtime if it's on a union job and that means more money. And so, yeah, come home, usually have a glass of wine, make myself dinner, watch my Real Housewives, go to bed, wake up, do the next rehearsal the next day. Do you want to know what it's like when you have kids and you wake up? Because I, I don't know. We could totally work that out for you. I mean, my day sounds easy compared to yours. <laughs> I mean, it. as soon as you said you wake up at seven, I'm like, oh, tell me everything. <laughs> tell me everything about that. Because that sounds magical. <laughs> but yeah, that does sound magical. Well, I don't have the same story, but I feel like the hustle, like going on the social media aspect. So, so very interesting enough. So I'm a hairdresser. I have to hold this mic because it's, it's yeah, wandering. It's like a it wandering is. eye. It's like a creepy <laughs> eye, my microphone right now. <laughs> so I'm not trying to be really possessive, but I look yeah. really possessive. Mm-hmm. So like a little bit about something that I think Alex and I relate on is that hustle part of it. So I started doing hair 15 years ago and 15 years ago, there was no Instagram, there was no Facebook. And so this is a true story. My girlfriends and I, we were all in our twenties and we first started doing hair and we were on the floor, but like you couldn't get that many clients yet. So we took our blow dryers, our brushes, our curling irons, everything we needed at about 10 o'clock at night. And we'd go down to all the local bars. Well, Chippewa bars, let's be honest. (laughs) And we would go hang out in 
in all the bathrooms and we would sit in there and do hair on girls that were in the bathroom. And if anyone's ever been a drunk girl in the bathroom, you know, that is where the love happens. Yes. Yeah. Because you just love each other. Yeah. yeah. So these girls would come in and they're like looking at all hot mess. We're like, honey, let me do your hair. Let me do this. And then we'd pass out our business cards and we'd give out our business cards and we would do that from 10 to two every night, every weekend for years. And then That's- like, First of all, that is genius. That, but that was like the real hustle. And I had a daughter at the time. And I was like, honey, I have to do this. Because like, so do you know, to this day, like there's probably 20% of my clients that have been coming to me since they were bartenders downtown at Chippewa. <laughs> and let me tell you, bartenders, number one, are the best clients because oh. they can come during the day. They tip good. Yeah. They they advertise the hell out of your hair, um, out of your work. But that was like the hustle back in the day. So now it's like there's Instagram, there's Facebook. Also, another thing my girlfriends and I used to do, if there was like an ad you could do in Buffalo Spree, it would Mm -hmm. be like the size of a business card. It would be like $200. Me and like three other girls would all chip in $50. And we tried to fit like four tiny pictures of our work with Uh. like the phone number to the salon and we'd split it. And we're like, oh my God, our ad's going to be in the Buffalo Spree. And we had to split that cost. Because our owner wasn't, I mean, he had his own advertising costs, but we wanted to showcase us individually. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of stuff we had to do. So when the girls come in now and I'm like, they're like, oh, we need more clients. I'm like, put one picture on Instagram. Yeah. And it's free. And like everybody comes to you. Yeah. And all of our girls at our salon, which I'm so proud of because they are just so freaking talented. But they have all grown their clientele in one third the amount of time it took me to grow mine. They're like at they're at the place now and they've been doing it for like one fourth the time I've been doing it. They're at the place now that I was at like 10 years in because it's so much faster. So social media, although it can't. It is available and it connects people. It's so important. And like for someone looking for that hustle, like even when people ask me, oh, I don't know where to go. Like if they don't have a social media profile as a business professional, there's a red flag there because you should be putting out there. That is what that is for. So I don't know. For me, for the hustle in my business, social media has totally changed for better and worse Mm -hmm. um, the whole landscape of the beauty industry. Oh, 100%. I think every industry has changed via social media because with dance, like, and entertainment, like, mm-hmm. you can be discovered simply off a post. Right. You know, and that YouTube. YouTube has, YouTube was the originator of dance, like, viralism, you know, like dancing going viral and being able to, like, recognize certain dancers. And a few of the videos I was in went viral and I gained a big following from it. And then, Dancing for artists, like I'm sorry, I'm. No, we're laughing right now because I'm very new to podcasting. <laughs> she keeps looking at Faith, and Faith is like, "Look, no microphone." And I'm like, "Go to the microphone." I'm like, "Girl, I just want to tell you my secret." I know. I know. I'm so happy she keeps looking at me. I know it's super sweet, <laughs> and you're totally momming her right now. She like, is momming me. Honey, no, microphone. <laughs> microphone. Yes. So now I'm going to work for the rest of the podcast. I'm in the microphone. Stare at the ball in the microphone. (laughs) But yeah, so social media really changed like our industry as a whole. I think every industry as a whole, even my mom who works in a bank, Mm -hmm. she has to have a LinkedIn. And that is so different than 15 years ago when you just had to have an amazing resume. And you could send it to headhunters, you know, like she talks about it now where she's like, I need to have a LinkedIn. And I'm like girl, 
I'm on Instagram. I don't even know what LinkedIn is. Yeah, right? <laughs> but she was like, that is my Instagram for my work. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it really is, especially for like professionals and stuff. So that segues nicely into me because I don't like Instagram does not You're help my LinkedIn work. Girl. <laughs> if anything, they would probably fire me. So, <laughs> but I think it's super interesting. So when I started um, like working after college, my first job, I had moved to New York and my first job was with, I was a temp at an event planning company and they did like big corporate events and like charities and stuff. So it was amazing because I was This is making so much sense to me right now. You're welcome. By the way, You're by welcome. the way, because I, I don't really still understand what you actually do for your current oh, occupation. You, you still won't after But this. now knowing your background, a lot of things are clicking yes. into place. Yes. <laughs> so we used to do like these huge events and there's like so much stuff that goes into them. So there, and I lived in Queens, I worked in Manhattan and that's like an hour commute. It is. Yeah. Like Queens is yeah. like living in mm, Gowanda With, and traveling to Niagara Falls. That no? is, well, I don't know why you'd live in Gowanda. If I don't was. know. <laughs> I'm just relating. You're totally, you're right. You're right. It's like if you lived in Jamestown and you worked in like Hamburg, which is crazy. Uh, yes. Yes. So, but it was, you know, it was a lot. And I used to, the one place that we lived, I used to have to take a bus to a train and then a train to another train and then Public walk transpo. like, yeah, exactly. Which was awesome. But at the same time, I was like, it takes so if I drove, it would be so much less time, but then it would be so much more because of traffic. Yep. And parking. Yeah, exactly. Because parking in New York is no joke. Forget it. For, I don't even want to drive in New York. Um, <laughs> but we would have like super, super long days. So by the time I got home, it was like after 10 mm -hmm. and I was exhausted and I'm like, I can't believe I have to go to work tomorrow. And like, that was my intro to the work. Like that was... That's not usually how people get introduced into like <laughs> like the working world. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and then after that, I worked for a media planning company. And then at that point, like it was the same thing. Like during the busy season, you were there for a long time. Yeah. And then I had, again, another commute home that took forever. And the commute in that took forever. Mm -hmm. So it was exhausting. And I was in New York for like a little under two years. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm going to, I'm going to, the bags under my eyes were enormous. <laughs> there was like, you know, there's a lot of pollution and stuff. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, I'm tired. Like, I don't, I'm tired. So when I moved home, I was like, this is awesome. But I still had that New York mentality yep, where the hustle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I, I remember that um, one of, I, when I moved home, I worked for a TV station mm -hmm. and I remember, um, one of our agencies in New York had emailed me and my boss and like the big boss and said like, Anna is amazing because you ask her for something and she gets it done within five minutes. Wait, like, that's amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So I, I moved up there. Yep. But it was so nice to like have that recognition because I'm like, yeah, I do because I'm on your time frame, dude. Like yep. I know you're in New York. You want stuff done like yesterday. Yep. You know, it was just really interesting. And then I feel like like for me, it's like ebb and flows. Like I had really, really busy years where I was constantly working. I was, you know, doing so much. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved home, I was like, oh okay, I'm going to coast for a little bit because yeah. this is really nice. And then I went to grad school when I was working full-time. Really? And that 
wasn't great because I had oh kids. Gosh. It wasn't great, but it was great at the same time. And like I worked my ass off for like three years mm-hmm. and it was really long at that point. Like uh, my oldest son had just started kindergarten. So it was like Ben more stuff at school. And I, of course, was like, I'm not going to miss his school stuff just because I'm going to school and at work. Yeah. So like I remember going to his Halloween party. I think it was in second grade. I dressed up as him at the Halloween party (laughs) and then went into the girls' bathroom of the elementary school and changed back into my work clothes so I could go back to work. And then I had class later on that day. Oh, my God. And I was like, this is weird, right? (laughs) This is a lot. In elementary bathroom. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like, first of all, I'm pretty sure I'm breaking some kind of law. But but I think it's important to, like, it's, I feel like it's those chunks of time that you have, like right mm-hmm. now when you're working your ass off, that when you're older, because now I'm rounding the corner of 40 and less than a month no now. Way. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't believe it. And now I'm at the point in my life, like, and even like, there's not a huge difference between Faith and yeah. I age wise, but we're at like, <laughs> she's still like hustling her ass off. And no, I'm, I'm like, much, much, much younger. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Faith is only, she's only 29. Um, But it's interesting too, because we're at the point, like I'm at a completely different point in my life than she is because she's still hustling her ass off working like 35 hour days. I realize there's less than 35 hours in a day, but yeah, exactly. But I mean, like even for tonight, she's like, I'm almost, I'm on like my 400th color of the day. And I'm like, you know what? Hold on guys. Just hold on. Because at one point you're just like, that's good. And like, even what you had talked about a couple weeks ago about like, you say yes to everything. You get to a point when you say no, and you only say yes to the shit that you're like, yeah, I'm on board with that 100%. Yeah. And I think that like kind of marries us into our next kind of topic we wanted to talk about. So when we talked about this episode, we had a few things that we kind of wanted to mash together to form like one awesome episode. Mm-hmm. So we talk about this, uh, the hustle and we had like this long conversation about it and how, you know, we work really hard to get where we are to do what we're doing in life. But there's also that other side where we need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like I know me personally, I'm very bad at that. You are really bad at that. I love you so much. and But you are, and you need to be better about that. You are. I've known you for years, yeah. and uh, I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. Okay, okay, guys. You're going <laughs> to back know, it up. But, well, the good news is that last week I went to a seminar through work, actually, and they talked all about self-care. And I thought it was so beautiful just the way that they did it. And, like, self-care, I feel like, number one, gets a bad rap because – the major misconception is that people think self-care is selfish and it's, it's not. And it's really all about how like people care so much about how others view them Mm -hmm. that they think, Oh, if I do something for myself, like if I, you know, go get a massage instead of spending time with my kids, then that's bad. Or like, you know, the one thing that they talked about was taking care of yourself at the expense of another person. But when you take care of yourself, who is harmed? No one. Ain't nobody harmed no by that. Harmed. You know what? You are a much better person as a result. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like, especially for moms, 
And for women, we get such a bad rap about taking care about ourselves, even if it's like going to the gym, you know, like self-care is different for everybody. So I thought, Faith and I thought that it was super important to talk about this and to stop like that stigma around it that self-care is selfish because it's not. And I feel like one of the reasons I wanted to bring Alex on, aside from her amazing famous awesomeness <laughs> yeah um was really because she actually is a really really good mix of the hustle that i feel like is ingrained in a lot of us mm-hmm. but she also is really good at self-care and i actually learn a lot from her and i actually um will say even a shout out to the girls i work with they're all in their 20s mm-hmm. and they're all like work smarter not harder and yeah. like for a long time the bitter angry old italian lady in me which is how i feel <laughs> when i work i feel like this old i was trained by an amazing hard-working italian woman so i feel like that is the inner part of me when i work i just work until my fingers bleed quite literally. So I feel like when I used to hear that, I used to get real bitter. So I'm like, smarter, not harder. It's just an excuse not to work as hard. Like you should work, you know? And I have a hard time with that. And I know for me, I've worked on learning to say no because learning to say no to me is the first step in self-care. And I have a very hard time with that. Right. Um, and it's not because my boss puts it on me because I work for an amazing boss. Yeah. It's not even because my coworkers put it on me. They tell me all the time, learn to say no. It's um, self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted. Yeah. And it's also slightly client-inflicted because, you know, people <laughs> want their hair done. And I have a hard time saying no, but it's me. It really is me. And I really get a lot of advice from the younger generations. Mm-hmm. I think they're really good about learning that balance. So this is what yes. I need to learn. Well, and I feel like your generation, not looking at faith, I feel <laughs> 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 but I feel like Alex, your generation gets a bad rap that they're lazy because they yeah. don't want to work 60 hour work weeks or they don't want to reinvent the wheel. And like when I was in grad school, I was a lot older than a lot of the kids there. And they were so fucking smart and so talented. And it really was exactly what Faith said, like work smarter, not harder. Yeah. I think it's almost like doing enough to like meet the quota of whatever you're supposed to be doing. Right. But also allowing yourself to like do the things you want to do as well. Yeah. And I feel like not everything is like within the same like category. Like you may love what you're doing and your career, but you also may love something else. So it's being able to channel different energy into other paths in your life. And if you're mm-hmm. able to like have a hobby or an uh, athletic sport or something creative you love doing, then you're able to like give that energy in your professional career the utmost like respect because you have time in your life to like give your energy in a creative way or an athletic way to something else so you're able to like prioritize and not have to like solely focus on something else Mm -hmm. or some simply on one thing you know because I think when you're stuck on one thing you don't necessarily like put your all into it because you kind of get a little stuck yeah when you're doing too much of one thing you can't like appreciate exactly what you're doing. Right. No, I totally agree with that. And one thing that they talked about a lot in the seminar was intention and attention. It helps if I (laughs) pronounce it correctly. So like setting your intention is about like identifying your needs, like, and how to kind of meet those needs. And then the attention part of it is adding to your intentions Mm -hmm. and taking action and then just being consistent about that. So 
when you say like, I mean, we do it all of the time. Let's be honest. Like, especially coming into the new year, like we say, this is the year I'm going to take care of myself. And Mm -hmm. you're going gung-ho in January. But then by like the middle of February, you're like, I'm all right. (laughs) It's okay. For sure. Yeah. I think like I just took a yoga class the other day and Mm -hmm. they were like, we want you to set your own intention because it is the end of the year. We don't want to give you an intention. And I kind of like really thought about it the whole class. It's kind of what I focused on the whole class. Not even like the flow or anything I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, my intention for this year is in for the next year is I'm not where I thought I would be, but I love where I am. Yeah. Oh my God. Intention. That's I literally, it's been sticking with me. Literally. That is the (laughs) most beautiful thing ever. It literally, yeah. Like it almost brought me to tears while I was like literally in 140 degree weather in yoga. I was like, I genuinely can connect to this. (laughs) I was dying by the way, (laughs) but I really like connected to that. I was like, this is not where I thought I'd where I would be by November, 2019. But I love where I am. Like I love the headspace I'm in. I love the productivity I'm in. I love the career path I'm in. And I love what I'm doing, like just with my life in general. And that kind of just motivated me one, to get through that class, and two, to finish out the year strong. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we only have, like, by the time this airs, we have, like, a little, what, like, 32 days left of the year, and that's it. And when we're going into the holiday season, it's so easy to get wrapped up Mm -hmm. in, like, the stress of it. And for some people, it is totally stressful. They want to Sometimes just spending time with your family is stressful for it some is. people. When I come home like, yeah. at times, like it's hard for me to prioritize time and right. like, energy into each person that I care about that is in Buffalo, you know, because I'm only home for a week at a time. So right. I totally can relate to that. Yeah. And there's some people who just don't get along with their family. Like Very they true. have completely different points of view. And it's more of a stressful time because they have to then spend time with their family and that's mm-hmm. stressful. And then people stress out about gifts and all that crap. Like it's just about taking that time. And that's kind of what self-care does is it gives you that moment to stop and center yourself and find the joy. For sure. Which means if you're currently Black Friday shopping and you're getting stressed out, maybe you're trying to find that fucking joy real hard. (laughs) Go go and find something for yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was like one of those people, like when I would go shopping, I find a million things for myself, like every time. So I try to like proportion it. Like if I get (laughs) everybody on my list a gift, then I get something for myself too. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I mean, when we talk about self-care too, like for me, self-care is like making time to take a yoga class, to make sure I'm moving my body in a way that is like help healthy for me and helpful for me too. So uh, if I do a really hard workout class, I want to make sure to have that restorative practice too. Yeah. And I think for like with what I do, like I'm moving my body so much, it's like Mm -hmm. finding that time to actually rest to maybe like go see a movie, go sit on the beach, you know, just go drive somewhere, go somewhere new. Like that isn't like my scenery. Right. And uh, finding that time is hard for me too. i have a big struggle with like finding like rest time because I always feel like because I'm in a big city, I need to like hustle. Like we had talked about earlier and like keep going, find a way to meet people, find a way to Mm -hmm. connect. But like having that time to really like sit and relax, be around people who like bring good energy to you and don't drain you Mm -hmm. is like probably one of the biggest things I learned while being in LA because LA is probably one of the most draining fake 
superficial cities you could live in. That also sounds super exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) So I love what you just said about having the right people in your life to support you. So I definitely took a lot of notes on that self-care part, by the way, guys. (laughs) I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. My two balances right now are two extremes. When I play hard, I play really hard. And when I work hard, I work really hard. So unfortunately, my balances are two extremes. But I'm working on it. You'll get there. But, you know, one of the things that was really big to me, too. So, um, actually, this is one of my weight what's. Hmm. So, um, I realized that I have something. I've always been that girl. And this is like the yes girl in me, right? It wasn't just yes about jobs and careers and all that. It's also about people. I'm a yes person to people. You could come in and you could have you know, looking back on certain friendships or even relationships, like I was the girl that like tried really hard to make a bad thing work, right? Mm -hmm. Even in my younger years, friendships, relationships, whatever it was, I just wanted to like make everyone feel welcome, have everyone be in my group. I was the girl that had like 50 friends. I knew everybody. And it meant something to me to have that many friends. I don't know if that's like an only child, like PTSD (laughs) shit. I don't even know what that is. I bet you totally is. Yeah, it probably is. But, um, And I would always have like FOMO, you know, like I wanted to be at the best parties and at the best this. And like I worked really hard to socially be this like person that everybody knew for a long time. And as I would say in the past five years, I've done some major detoxing of the friends in my life and not because any of them were toxic necessarily, It's just that I realized that saying yes to everyone just means you're taking on all these other people's problems and all these other people's situations. And Mm -hmm. I had, I was working crazy hours and I was a wife and I was a mom and I was a million other things. And I was barely doing all those other things well because I was trying to really make sure I was this great friend. Yeah. And it really didn't help me grow as a person. And over the years, I've really... I'm really proud of the fact that I probably only have like five people that I would consider like my best friends. And to me, a best friend is someone that you treat like family. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of that. And I only say yes to them. And I've learned to say no to other people. I'm I'm learning on the personal side to say no to people. And I found that like once I got over like missing out that FOMO, that like feeling like that anxiety, like, oh, like, I really started enjoying like my time at home with my family and not to say I wasn't enjoying that before, but I'd feel this anxiety. Like I I felt like I had to be there for everyone. Right. And once I stopped being there for everyone and just doing the decisions that made me happy, I realized instead of FOMO, I had what Stassi Schroeder talked about is JOMO, which is called joy Joy. of missing out. Yes. Which means that you don't give a shit if you say no to everyone. And you know what? I've loved it. I, I My time at my house when nobody has a phone, everyone's in pajamas. Not from Old Navy. Yeah. They, you should because they're only I, Apparently, $5. I got to go there and buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go buy my Old Navy pajamas. But like my time when the world is turned off means so much more to me. But that's something that took me a long time to learn that that is more precious to me than the time surrounded by a thousand people that I don't even know who they are. I totally 100% agree with that. So since getting divorced, like, so I have my kids every other weekend and then I have them like all through the week, but whatever. Um, but on those times when I don't, on the weekends, when I don't have them, 
I spent so much time like, yes, I'm going to do everything I can on the weekends when I don't have them. So then I don't have to worry about getting a babysitter and like, I'm going to be able to do all this stuff. And now it's like, and it's taken probably like, like eight to 12 months to get there. But I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to sit on my couch (laughs) and I'm going to watch TV and that's going to be my plan. So now I make sure that every weekend I don't have my kids, there is at least one night when I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. because you need that. No, you, you need do. that downtime. You need that Jomo, yo. You, do, you, you need the Jomo. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out that you taught Alex a word. You did? Yeah. I've never heard Jomo. The millennial has never heard Jomo. I just want to say I have a friend named Jomari who we call Jomo. And Shout out Jomari. When, yeah. So when Jomo came out, we were like, Jomo is named after you. It's awesome. Yeah. So, but it really is like, it's such a big thing. Just yeah. taking that time for yourself. And yeah. now I go on date nights by myself. And uh, yeah. Work. Yeah. <laughs> date night. Yeah. And I think it's important. So like, in kind of in conjunction with that thought too, in I just saw a movie and I mm-hmm. think everybody yes. should watch this movie. Uh, it's called Britney Runs a Marathon. It's on Amazon Prime. It is unreal, and she kind of goes through this. She goes through this whole journey of self discovery, mm-hmm. and she kind of finds that the people in her life that were her friends when she was like twenty and like living a toxic lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? She wasn't doing the right thing. She wasn't doing what she loved. Um, and those people in her life who supported her then, when she decided to like kind of change things and do things for herself, they were like, "You're being so selfish. You're being a bad friend. Why right. aren't you being a good friend?" And mm-hmm. kind of got mad at her, and she's like like, this is the first time I'm loving who I am. And like, if you can't support that, like, I don't have room for you in my life. And that resonated so deeply with me because the people who I was friends in my 20s, like, they were amazing people. I still love all of them very dearly. I wish nothing but good things. But we were all at this point where we were trying to like, get the best, get the this, get the this, right? Right. And the second that I just took a step back and just really enjoyed what I had and stopped trying to look for something more, I feel like a lot of those friends in my life didn't make sense or couldn't understand my journey. Mm-hmm. And I learned that that's okay if we're not friends. We didn't have a fight. We didn't have a falling out. I'm yeah. not a confrontational person, but I just realized that it's okay to like, don't keep afloat something that's an anchor in your life, right? Yeah. There's you know, a- people come into your life for a reason. Or a season. Yeah. Or a lifetime. Or a lifetime. Very good. I couldn't remember what the third one was. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. No, they I really agree. are. And some people come in just to teach you a lesson about yourself. And sometimes they go out just as easily. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you start to do that work in yourself and the more that you start making yourself a priority, those people just kind of naturally like fall off. And like you said, like, it's not a falling out. It's not a big fight. It doesn't have to be this big dramatic thing. Yeah. It's just that people change. Yeah. You stop associating with certain people. Maybe it's just something you no longer have prioritized in your life that they do have prioritized in their life. Granted, I am 24. So people still like prioritize certain things that I'm not necessarily like looking for, for big friendships or big presence in my life. Like I want people who can be around, who can support me when I need them. And that might be while I'm on tour and it's 
2 a.m. in Dubai, you know, right. and I need somebody to talk to. And yeah. I know like these people will be there for me, you know, granted, yeah. they may be on a job or they might be, you know, doing something, but I know that they will be able to be there for me. And I think that's where I always like can find the people that can be in my life and support me in the way I need that because I'm such a supporter in that sense too. Like I right. always want to be there for my people, you know, yeah. my people that like, have been there for me and uh, helped me through things and just, you know, have been happy for me and been there through my lows, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just that it's reciprocated. So like they yeah. are there for you as much as you are there for them. That is like, so true. Alex was like, I just did a music video with Justin Bieber and I'm like, oh my God. And then she's like, what's your good news? I'm like, I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm going to listen to it. And like, right away downloaded it listen like she was so sweet and i'm like you don't have to do me a pity favor she's like no i'm so happy and now she's on it i, I bought a giant cookie cake yeah <laughs> like wins wins for your friends are wins for you like you yeah. win with the people who are around you yes. you know like a win like when i do an award show is a win for everybody who's ever supported me because it's energy they put into me you know right. that they're getting rewarded with like and you starting your podcast, Faith, with Anna, who is such a great person, you I know? I love you with, so much. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> you know, like good energy and good people, like they deserve to be rewarded and they deserve to have recognition. And I just feel grateful to have like such amazing people with such good energy around me. Yeah, absolutely. That's what yeah, it's all about. It is. And I feel like, like I said before, the more that you start doing that inner work and finding out mm -hmm. that stuff about yourself... Like the people who can't support that just kind of naturally. Yeah. And sit, being alone is such a blessing. It feels like a curse at times. But like being alone is so amazing because you can truly value like the people that are in your life. Right. Like being single, being in a, not in a relationship, maybe not having the closest friends. You can really value the people who have been there for you in life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think too, like... Sometimes I feel like there's a stigma around being lonely too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm alone and I like being alone. Yeah. Sometimes I do totally get lonely. Yeah. But that's a normal part of the process. It like, is. It's a process. And yeah. I think that's the thing. So there, within a process, there's always going to be ups and downs. Right. And if you can accept that, then you're going to be more able to get through that process. Right. Exactly. And I know that at the end of the day, I can sit with myself in... Uh, in stillness, in quiet, and just be like, all right, this is cool. But a lot of people can't. Yes. And that's the sad thing. There's a lot of people in this like world that can't sit with themselves because they don't even know themselves. Yeah. And that's sad. And well, it's a process. It is. You know, everybody has their own journey to, yep. to go through everything. Everybody has their own healing to go through. Yeah. Definitely but, a healing. Yeah. And, and healing is hard as fuck. Super <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we want to talk about, when talking about self-care, one thing that I've been doing to focus on self-care is I promised myself I would do yoga at least like five or six days a week. Yoga feels so good on your body. It People really have does. no idea. Oh my God, it really does. And just taking like that hour in that class just... In, it, it just means everything to me. So we want to talk about one of our new partners, Shine Yoga in the village of Hamburg. 
they have like 35 classes a week and it's kind of like designed as a menu when you go on. So it's really easy to kind of figure out which class you'd like to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and they range from like restorative and meditative, but they also have like intensive and high energy yoga is not all like slow. And, you know, if you're someone that feels like that's too slow for you, a power yoga, something like that is pretty tough to do. Oh, Paige's power yoga is awesome. It's a really great class. And I also love the restorative class that they do, the slow and flow, and also Kundalini. They just started offering too, which I love. Jess is such an amazing instructor. So they have like all styles, different levels, because as you can tell, even just from us talking, people are drawn to like different types of practices. And based off of times in your life or even times in your day, um, you know, yoga, it's so important to be a part of your life, whether you have like a pain and or whether you just want to like build that movement and create like a joy in your body or just take time to rest and heal. Yes. And they have 13 teachers who are there regularly and they're all trained through different yoga schools. So, and the one thing they all have in common is that their teachers are extremely well-trained and believe in yoga as a means to better their students' lives and to teach with authenticity, which you can totally see anytime you take a class there. Also, um, Sarah, who's the owner, she does like an anatomy and alignment based class where it focuses on different body systems. So yoga can be actually very healing for your body. Um, She has practices that help with hips, shoulders, spine, feet, etc. And you learn how to use your body as a whole rather just letting like your bigger muscles do the work. Um, so, and you learn all these different postures that help you in your yoga practices and it becomes about the awareness in your body rather than an achievement. Yes. And Sarah, the owner, like you said, she actually started shine and started yoga, um, when she was, after she had done treatment for breast cancer and she really just brings in such love and such a great energy into all of her classes and into the studio. The studio itself is a beautiful space. It's in um, the top floor of our favorite building. in The, the Grange. The Grange. <laughs> yes. And also what they're offering in 2020 is um, uh, yoga teacher training. So it's a 200-hour Yoga Alliance registered school. And it helps for you to build that strong foundation in yoga philosophy, tradition, and the postures through the training. So if you're interested in that, you can definitely go on their website too to get more information. And you definitely want to go on. What is their website, Anna? So you can check them out on their website, which is shineyogawny.com. That's S-H-I-N-E y-o-g-a-w-n-y.com and you can also check them out on their instagram at shine yoga w-n-y as well and as part of the promotion with let's just go for one shine yoga is offering a one month unlimited yoga that goes amazingly with our self-care so one lucky listener is going to win one month of unlimited yoga at shine yoga and check our social media and also Shine Yoga social media for all of the details. The so thing. during the break, <laughs> we had a little snack and Faith brought over, you're hosting Thanksgiving. I am hosting Thanksgiving. Yes. So yeah. she brought over vegan, gluten-free apple crisp. And it and tasted like magic. 
heaven. <laughs> yes, it really did. And we housed that like we had not eaten. Yeah, in, like, I thought it was weeks. the self care episode. So I'm going to bring some dessert. Yeah. Oh. Not going to lie, I downed it. Same. <laughs> Never really eat sugar, but I downed it. Same. It was so delicious. Oh, it really yay. was. Thanks, yeah. guys. So thank you for bringing us <laughs> back. Snaps her face. Snaps her face. <laughs> yes, yes. I got her on the snapping tree. <laughs> she is just her. Just, just a reminder. It's just her. Um, so we wanted, uh, speaking of self-care, we wanted to just do a few minutes on pop culture because that's, well, I mean, that's we how have, I self-care. We have Thank such you. a good asset here of having Alex. Yeah. So we, I want to hit, hit you up with some questions here. Yes. Okay. I want to know the AMAs. Yeah. And, and guys, we're totally just ending this on a light note because yes. this is just, I'm so excited coming off AMAs. I want to know the juiciest thing you've ever seen and the best celebrity you've ever seen in LA like the juiciest like secret thing. so the juiciest secret was I saw Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin before they were back publicly dating I saw them together on the set of the no-brainer video mm-hmm. and this was before TMZ knew about it anybody like complex like any blog knew about it we saw it we were filming and I was like oh shit that's Haley Baldwin <gasps> sitting That's on amazing. Justin Bieber's lap. And I was very, very thrown off. Pretty much every dancer on that set was thrown off. We were like, oh, okay. Because nobody knew about that. Right. And I mean, a few months later, engaged. A few months later from that, married. Nobody really knew about that. I just want to point out, I mean, I'm not trying to one-up you or anything, Alex, <laughs> but... <laughs> I won tickets from a local radio show yeah. to the 2000, I think it was the 2000 MTV VMAs. 2000. Yeah. Two, were you even alive then? Five years old. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, well, I was living my best life in New York City at Radio City Music Hall. Aww. And um, it was before Britney and Justin had like publicly been Split. together. No. Oh no. We're together. Oh. Oh, and they pre-split. Pre, oh, yeah. Way, way pre-split. pre-split. <laughs> um, yeah. And they were sitting together at the VMAs. And I was with my friend Melanie. And I'm like, oh, my God. They are together. You knew. I did. Mm-hmm. This was 20 years ago. Sweet. Anyway. So, okay. Tell us more. Um, Who's the best celebrity you've ever seen in LA? Biggest. Biggest celebrity? I mean, probably the most well-known. I saw Jay Leno. In his wow, convertible. You pu- I did not I did not see that one coming. Yeah, I'm we not saw gonna- him, me and my dad saw him driving in Burbank, California, which is Burbank, if you don't know, is like home of t- all the studios, Warner Brothers, oh, Universal, right? yeah. Disney, yeah. all the major film studios are in Burbank. So yeah, we saw Jay Leno driving in his little blue convertible. Mm. And uh, I'm trying to think. Is there any major shade you want to throw at some celebrities? Honestly, I'm I don't have any shade to throw. I've worked for probably the best celebrities. Like everybody oh, I've worked nice. for has probably been like the most accommodating slash caring celebrities, mm-hmm. which doesn't always go that way. That's super sweet. I've been super blessed. I feel like I give good energy, so good energy's always given back to me. Oh, so yeah, that's really but sweet. I I, th- I know a lot of people that have horror stories with certain camps with celebrities. Mm-hmm. 
So can you share any of those? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Faith just wants to hear the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I do know of a camp. I'm not going to say who the artist is, but no. sorry, I'm point? sorry, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. ND- NDAs are a real thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I do know a camp that didn't pay their dancers for five months. Five months. Wow. Thousands of dollars. Yikes. Yeah. That's can all you, that's all we want. At can the end you of the tell day. us off air? Is it is it a big artist? It's definitely an artist, probably everybody listening knows. Can you give us a word it rhymes with? <laughs> Is it like Mustin Schmieber? <laughs> definitely not Mustin Schmieber. Is it Smith Hull? <laughs> no, that's I don't even know that's that is. Right. I'm like, it's a- I hope it's not Will Smith. <laughs> no, it was Pitbull. It really did. <laughs> No, I've danced for Pitbull. Ooh, He's what? Yeah. What? Yes. Oh my God. No. Which one? I don't. Is did I do? I don't know. Oh no, that was Sabrina Carpenter. No, it's you're on an airplane. Am I? Oh no, that's Rosalia. Oh. And Jay Balvin, Latino gang. No. Oh. <laughs> no, Pitbull's another Latin artist, but I did the Latin AMAs with him for a few years. He's probably one of the best artists to work for. Yes. He's and great. To sleep with. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's that, just That was Anna. Yeah, Def that's Anna. just me. That's just me. <laughs> Big fan of Mr. 305. Aww. Big fan. <laughs> Do you have any I just want to know what everyone thinks of this Justin Timberlake thing. We have to talk about it. I know, we right? We have to talk about it. Oh, what? I, I, oh, I have no idea what's live going in on in LA, and not I was know flying what's all day yesterday. Okay. Okay. okay, give me back the microphone. You've Let's lost your privilege. Yeah, you're Sorry. grounded. Child. Oh, first we're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start on a good note. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show got engaged. Oh, she did. I saw that on my yes, Twitter. I yeah, love her. Snaps for Hoda. Yeah. Snaps for Hoda. Snaps Even for Hoda. I'm on board. Snaps for yeah, Hoda. No, snaps for Hoda. Also, Tinsley Mortimer, Real Housewives of New York City. Finally got her wish, and she's engaged to Scott. Yeah, I don't know his last name. Douchebag. Sorry. Oh, you know, I don't know how. Oh, I, feel about I just that want. I just want Tinsley to find love, like after the breakup and the makeup and her I dog know. being frozen. In Wait, the I'm gonna say one thing. I'm gonna say one thing about Tinsley. Tinsley is so cute and endearing until you Google her and look at her fucking age. How old is she? She's not like 22. Her whole act would be adorable if she was. She's like like 46. Yes. Yeah. That's not cute anymore. Looking like a cupcake living in a hotel waiting for a man to marry you. I mean, I mean, I love Tinsley, but I I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just threw shade at Tinsley Mortimer. You did. I know. I know. You I just think she's on the wrong city. She should be in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like she shouldn't be in New York. She doesn't fit in with the New York. Gang. Okay, so isn't she like the same age as Erica Jane? Isn't Erica Jane like forty six? I didn't also say I liked Erica Jane. Oh, I what? love Erica Jane. <laughs> oh, what? Girl. How dare you? I love Erica. She's like literally my favorite Real Housewife. I just don't think Tinsley could keep up with Beverly Hills. Like Beverly Hills is low key cutthroat. You saw yeah. what they did to Lisa Vanderpump. I know. Oh, I know. did I know. did we see that or did she maybe have it coming? She did it to herself. Let's I, be honest. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Elisa Vanderpump. Lisa no, Van- I love Come on. Lisa. She's, she's a little shady, that one. She's shady, but she's the queen. She is the queen. She's the queen. Mm-hmm. 
What are you looking at? Anna? I'm trying to find her age. Tinsley? 71. She's 48. Tinsley? No. Erica Jane. Erica Girardi. I just want to say my oldest sister is um, the same age as Erica <laughs> and looks like 20 years younger than her. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And she has not had any work done. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love Erica. I know. I well, love I can't her too. Lie. She's my favorite. Pretty okay. mess crew. I, yeah. <laughs> I like Erica because I like that she owns who she is. Yes. I do like that. I just think Tinsley is like, I, it's, she just, she's like this little girl, adorable <clears throat> act. Like Erica Jane's full blown <laughs> sex, like yeah. sex pot woman. Owns herself. Yeah. That's what she I mean. Tinsley it. is just like this, like lost little, she's trying to play like the cute act. Like, you know, when you were like younger and like right. the Spice Girls came out and everyone wanted to be baby Spice. So everyone be like cute and innocent. Right. Oh my God. You of course you were posh. Yeah. Well, I followed the rest of the followers and was baby spice, you know, in my head. Oh, I was totally full blown ginger spice. Oh my gosh. Oh, my friends are so much cooler. Well, I definitely was on the bandwagon. And I feel like, you know, she's still in that phase of being like that. And yeah, she's not, not baby a huge, spice anymore. Well, I'm just not a huge fan of Scott. He isn't the greatest to her, I don't think. He I think there were like rumors of him cheating on her. Yeah. And I just feel like she is amazing and she should own her shit and she shouldn't deal with this guy who's like this even though he's going to provide her with this great life because she's better than that okay, and I don't so, like that that she like gives in to him I don't know bringing it full circle okay to Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel okay let's talk about this so Justin Timberlake made headlines for a night out with his co-star Alicia Wainwright who I had never heard of before she's that. beautiful she is super pretty I kept thinking she was Alicia Keys is that weird no because she she looks just like her. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. apparently they were drunk. at. So he's working on a movie with her. And they were at a bar in New Orleans. Just to confirm, I was not there. This is all <laughs> via Us Weekly. So he didn't appear to be wearing his wedding ring. And he was holding hands with this actress. Okay. But then did you see the video? No. Okay, so this so let me no, let me t- touching his You're knee. being like you're being really really kind. I'm going to be like the 411 no. yeah. gossip bitch about this. Do it. So the whole rumor Is that was the video? Yeah. So the whole well he's so drunk. He's blackout drunk. So the whole rumor was is that he was at this club. Wait, for the end. Wait you have to listen. You, I'm going to tell you about that. I'm going to tell you this whole thing without you watching it. I'm a visual descriptor person. Were you drunk when you saw it? I was because not drunk. Because sometimes when I you exaggerate when you've been drinking. I no. I'm going to tell you. Wait, oh, I you guys are going to watch. You're, yeah. They're watching the video. I'm going to tell you guys all what they're watching. So he's blackout drunk to the point that he can't leave the club. He needs two people to carry him out of the club. He's sitting there. He can't even see straight. He's falling over. He and is, so I think stars are just like, us. okay, now here's what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. The screenshot. So when they first released the article, they're like, Justin Timberlake's holding hands with this girl and her hands on his lap. And they're just showing the pictures because the pictures look saucier. When you actually see the video, you had to Google the video. He is like barely sitting up. He can't even see straight. I think she's trying to actually help him. And that video caught the one time her hand was right there. But if you watch or the picture, but if you watch the video, she he's oh like, God. they had to help him up. He's oh. black out drunk. And he's I'm just going to say from maybe personal experience. <laughs> Now, when I'm blackout drunk, if someone tried to pick me up, there's very good chances my hands could wind up anywhere. Because, or like you're trying to help a friend, you're like, oh my god, and like it. They made it look like it was like this intimate photo they caught, and then when you yeah. see the video, you can see she's like, like legit, like this guy's 
out of his mind and I'm going to help him. Yeah. And they got a picture right when her hand was in the worst place possible. Right. And so I don't know. That's all also, I'm going to say. I, I think mean, it was a genuine blackout mistake and yeah. I've been there and I feel bad for him. No, I totally get. Well, I mean, honestly, though, like, number one, where is his publicist to get him the fuck out of public right. when he's that drunk? Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, two, so they should be fired. First of all, Justin, listen, yeah. I'm just going to tell you how to deal with this from now on. And second of all, like, Justin Timberlake, come on, you're in your late 30s. You know full well that you can't fucking drink like that. Sometimes things happen when you only have three cans of rosé. I just want to say that. Check the alcohol content on the rosé. But New Orleans, New Orleans does it to you. I mean, I can't. Lie. I went to New Orleans, New Orleans once and I was it pregnant, so oh, it well. didn't do anything. To I me. went to New Orleans on tour, and it was raining. And me and my other bookend dancer, mm-hmm. we didn't leave a bar. And I swear to God, I've never been more drunk than well, I was in New Orleans. Well, I mean, sorry, mom. Me and Justin Timberlake had the exact same experience, <laughs> except I was with my friend and he was with his co-star. Right. All I'm saying is I, drink responsibly. I think it was a genuine mistake. He's a great guy. Yeah. I, I'm I'm backing him up on that. I second that. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally back the him photo, up. Photo, they're trying to make it look worse than it is. Yeah. Watch the video. He's I don't drunk think he out did. of his mind. Yeah. I don't think he intentionally did anything to disrespect his wife. And honestly, if he really did, Jessica Beale is scary as fuck. She's got oh bigger <laughs> muscles than I have. Watch her new Netflix show. You will not want to fuck with her. The sinner. She's scary. She's scary in every role she plays. She was scary in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Seventh Heaven. Wait a minute. Seventh Heaven. You actually watched I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Have you not watched that? That's the best movie ever. Oh, my God. The best. That is the best movie ever. Oh, my God. Ever. This just this is great. Well, you yeah. know what I'm gonna do this weekend? Watch I now pronounce you yeah. Chuck and Larry. Full on. Yeah. I'm totally oh, well, I'm glad we got a little bit of pop culture. I had I to. Alex was here. No, it was yeah. This was super Al, super what do you nice. think of being on the podcast? Or is there anything you want to say? We should we should do that. And also we have to mention, because we're so poor at our jobs, mm. um, that you guys should follow Alex on Oh my god, yes. On at Alex Magna, A-L-E-X-I-M-A. G and A on Instagram. Um, and then you can see like all of her work, her Instagram, everything we talked about. She has a lot of her videos up there too. You guys definitely have to check her out because she is the real deal. And then maybe follow us at yeah. let's just go for one. <laughs> we are just as cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There well, may be a chance. Yeah. Yeah. There may be a chance that we're just as cool as Alex. Well, actually, this is a good segue into um the social media promotion that we're going to do over the next uh, 31 days. Mm-hmm. We're doing... We were inspired by this podcast. Yes. So in the spirit of self-care, over the next 31 days, so starting December 1st until the end of 2019, <laughs> guys, I am ready AF for 2020. Ready I just AF. can't wait for all the memes of Barbara Walters going, Oh my this God. is 2020. <laughs> Or Sherry O'Terry being oh, Barbara, Barbara Walters going, this is 2020. <laughs> I wish we had video of the face. Alex has made. no idea what we're talking about because this no, probably came doesn't. out oh in, my God. I don't know, way after 
before you were born. Way before know. you were born. But it is the best thing. I've been counting it's this down since 2015. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait for it to be 2020 for all the memes of Barbara Walters and Sherry O'Terry. Yeah. No, what? I'm full on with that. I literally have no idea what they're talking about. It's okay. Yeah, we're going to post it. Sorry to all my Um, fan base. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm going to look up Barbara Walters 2020 right now. Oh, God. I feel so old. Anyway, um, but what we're going to do is every day we're going to post something that has something to do with self-care. So whether it's an inspirational quote or maybe it's like a really awesome recipe that is a little bit better for you. And then maybe eating um, the advent calendar chocolate. I'm I'm not talking from self experience <laughs> because I'm definitely don't eat all of my kids' advent calendar chocolate. Um, <laughs> but just to keep everybody in, you know, the holidays are, are stressful for a lot of people. So to just remind everybody every day to take time for yourself, even if it's just five minutes. Just take the time to breathe and you know, just take care of yourself too. You can't, it's like we had posted a thing a couple weeks ago about fasten your own oxygen mask first, and then you can help others. So fill your shit first, and then you'll be able to fill other people's shit. I love that. And Alex, what did you want to say? Yes. Thank you, by the way, for being on our podcast. Thank you. Oh, no, I'm so grateful to be on here. Like, I feel like Since I've moved, I haven't had such like a present in my community and uh, I'm just super excited to like be able to share this like time and energy with Anna and Faith and it's just been such a great experience and yeah, they're fucking lit. Aww. I love that. Everybody needs to follow. Let's just go for one because I listen to them in my annoying ass LA traffic. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody needs to listen to them. Oh, thank you so much, Alex. Oh, we love you guys. Well, not we. I love you guys. <laughs> well, we love you collectively. We, we collectively love you. Yes. Um, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope that we help bring a little bit of enlightenment and positivity to your maybe crazy Black Friday or maybe relaxing Black Friday. Yeah. Either way. And we're super, super grateful for all of you listening. That's probably the one thing I'm the most thankful for. Oh, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to end it and have everyone say what they're the most thankful for. Oh, yay. Okay. Do you want to, um, do you want me to start us off? Yeah. I do. Oh, okay. Cause you just Woo! threw it out there. So based on our self-care, the thing I'm the most thankful about um, is number one, my family yeah. that is always there for me in through all my craziness. And number two, uh, my work family because um, they're all my work wives <laughs> and number three the people in this room and yes. probably about three other people outside of this room that I consider my closest friends who constantly are there as an honest an honest guide to go to and they always care about me and they help me put myself first because they see when I'm not doing it when my vision's cloudy and they always help make it clear for me and I'm really grateful for that I would rather have five best friends than 500 fake friends. 100%. Yeah. You go. Okay. What I'm grateful for this year is probably not what I would have been grateful for at the beginning of the year. But like I said earlier in the podcast, this is not where I thought I'd be, but I love where I am. And I'm so grateful for the place that I'm in because I feel like I found my new sense of self. And that's such a thing I'm grateful for. It's such a thing I value. I'm super grateful for my family, my mom, dad, and my sister. 
I'm lucky to share the same career path as my sister, so I get to work with her almost every day. And that's something I will never take for granted. And I'm grateful for just the people I surround myself with, my Mm -hmm. friends and people back here at home in Buffalo who are my support system. Like these people keep me going. Every win I have is a win for them. And it's such a blessing to have people who genuinely care and genuinely support you for the love of what you do. And that's something I'm super grateful for this year because without them, I probably would not be in the headspace and mindset that I'm in. That is so, so yeah. beautiful. Aww. That's really sweet. Thank you guys. Um, I'm super grateful for my family. Like they just, obviously it's been an interesting few years. So, and especially this year, they've been super supportive and always finding the way to make me laugh when I wanted to throw punch everybody. Um, but, and like, you know, your tribe, the people that you surround yourself with, like that is, you know, you put out what you get back and yeah. And it's just the, like all of my, especially my female friendships, like you can't, those true story, my rider dies. Like, And it's so important, like everybody who has been so supportive and allowed me to like make, they made space for me to become who I am now. And like you said, like, you know, you're not where you thought you would be at this point in your life, but you have to find the joy of where you are. And I think it's super important. And also like just the life lessons that we learn, you know, the healing that we go through. Like, I'm so grateful for every little thing that didn't turn out the way I planned for it to, but turned out exactly how it needed to. I second that. Yeah. Cause it's those, it's those lessons that help you to build your your own resiliency Mm -hmm. and to help you get through things. And, you know, without that, without the hustle, without, you know, those lessons in life, like you don't become who you really are. So I'm super thankful for everything. Thanks, guys, so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Wear your yoga pants. Yes, wear your elastic waistbands and onesies. Do not wear a belt. Stop it. (laughs) Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.